Hello, she leaders. Hey, welcome to season three. Yes, that's right. This is our third season of the podcast. And I, I just, I don't know what I expected when we started the podcast, but I just wasn't expecting what's happened, which has been a really nice surprise. I was hoping to reach the women of our community, the women in the Pacific Northwest. I was hoping for this to be a platform to interview other women that have been there and been successful and overcome the hardships and have stayed resilient and really learn as much as I can from these women and then record those conversations so that I could bring that to our community so that we can all learn. So that was like the original goal and intent, but I was only really thinking of truly just my little corner of the world. Of course, podcasts are on every single platform and can have a worldwide reach. I just didn't anticipate that happening. And here we are at the start of season three in 51 countries with over 11,000 of you that tune in to us every single week. And it's just been, it's been a wild ride to say the least. And I am loving every minute of it. I'm thrilled to bring a little bit of a different format to you in this third season. This has just needed a little bit of a shakeup as well. I am still going to be bringing content to you every single week. I'm still going to be bringing interviews to you every single week and have these amazing guests on the show so that you get a chance to learn more about them, get to know them. Maybe it's somebody that you've never heard before, but there's so much that we can learn from each other. And I'm really thrilled to be able to keep putting a mic to those conversations so that you all have a chance to learn on your journey. And one thing that we've all learned from 2020 is that we need to lean into resources like this now more than ever. We need to be able to turn a microphone on and have truthful, honest conversations around what it is that we're actually actually experiencing, not just what the highlight reels are of our life and our, of our year, of our journey in general, but really actually talking about the things that have been challenging for us and what we're currently experiencing now. Even if we've overcome some things, even if we've achieved some great levels of success, that doesn't make us immune to also being experiencing hardships. And the one thing that a global pandemic taught us was that we are all in the same boat, right? We we can all relate on some level. We've all been impacted. It's been interesting to hear the different stories as I continue to do the podcast and interview women and then just also connect with you online. We're connected to a lot of you through our email, through our online platforms, through the one-on-one work that I do with women And it's just important that we all, I believe, show up with as much honesty and truth as we feel comfortable sharing, because it really, truly is so beneficial to those around you um, to really understand where you're at. And it doesn't feel so alone and isolating. So in addition to our interviews, we're also just going to be switching up some of the content here and there. A lot of you have requested more individual episodes from myself, uh, which 
is exciting for me to be able to take the stuff that I'm writing for maybe our blog or for some of the social stuff or the live trainings that I do or the uh, workshops that I teach and taking some of that content and actually bringing it here to the podcast so that you have some action steps to take. One thing I've learned about our audience, very loud and clear, and how I try to drive the interviews that I do with people is I want to get to the action steps because you are women that take action and action breeds more action and you just thrive on that. And if we're in a time where we're feeling stuck, if we're in a time where where we are feeling out of control, then we go look to take action. And I love that about this community. So I will be coming on the mic more in a more solo way um, to bring some of that content to you. And we're we're hopeful to bring a couple of other surprises along the way for you for this third season. And we're we're really looking forward to it. Everybody obviously has been impacted by 2020. It's I'm I'm kind of over talking about it. I'm kind of over saying it. I'm I'm over the surface level conversations around, oh, how was 2020 for you? Oh, you know, hard, but we shifted. We did what we had to do, we made it happen not really a lot of depth there. And I'm just, I'm getting a little over it. Are you? I'm just kind of feeling over it. And so one thing that I did with my family that I shared on social media, if you guys follow us on Instagram, is that we did a fun little ritual on New Year's Eve. We chose to write down everything that we were letting go of in 2020 And we wrote it all down and then we had a little fun with it. We threw it into the fire and we burned it to just fully release it from ourselves. Um, My guy and my son, they made paper airplanes, threw them in there. You know, we had had a blast with it. Um, But it was a very freeing exercise for us. And so one of the things that you're going to start to hear in my interviews is we're going to start to ask a couple of different questions at the end of the show. Some of the episodes at the beginning of this season were recorded um, pre-New Year, and so those ones won't have it. But one question that I wanted to know from our guests was, what are you letting go of in 2020? And what lessons did you learn that you're choosing to take forward with you? A lot of us were impacted. All of us were impacted. We have the choice to create the future that we want. But we have to show up in that mindset. We can continue to think that things are holding us back. And there very well could be all of the excuses in the world that you have that are telling you you can't do something or you have to be held back by something. The reality is you can choose to let go of that and you can choose to find a different way. You can choose to be resourceful. You can choose to be resilient and you can still choose to find a way to get done what you want to get done. So I wanted to share with you, I snapped a photo of my paper before I tossed mine into the fire, just so I could remember. If any of these old residual things come up, I let go of that in 2020 and I threw that in the freaking fire. So I can just drop that baggage right here and now and not carry that forward with me. And so here's some of the things that I let go of in 2020 that just didn't serve me anymore, probably didn't even serve me then, and... In fact, some of them I know didn't serve me then, but I chose to let go of fully 
and it felt so amazing and freeing. The first thing that I wrote down that I wrote in big and bold and underlined was cancer. A lot of you know that I went through uh, it back in 2019, I found out that my cancer had returned and I started to undergo a series of the surgeries and the treatment for the cancer that I had had. One thing that made this extra hard was the part of my treatment that I got to when I had to go through treatment during COVID. There was no longer the waiting room banter with the friends that I had made in there. There was no longer the bring a friend or family member for support. It was complete and utter isolation for obvious health reasons, of course. I didn't anticipate it to have so much weight that it did, so much weight of depression and sadness that it did. But it really rocked me, even though it was at the end of my stretch, even though things were looking very promising. And this was, you know, we had a pretty good indication that this is going to be the last stretch of treatment for me. It was so hard. And I was completely depressed, like I had never been depressed before. And I couldn't see my friends I had my family, we were all kind of going through, you know, just like the the first, the newness of being home together. It, my body felt bleh, I was tired, I wasn't feeling well, and I just felt lonely. The things that had worked for me in the past, maybe going to the gym, maybe going out to coffee with a friend, you know, those types of things that would like recharge my energy in between treatments were no longer available to me. And that just made it so increasingly so much harder. I thankfully got through treatment, have gotten rid of cancer and am on my healing path and journey of now just trying to regulate my body and kind of bounce back from all of that just kind of stuff and trauma that goes into the into the body when you when you go through that process. I still, though, felt that I was still carrying just some of that baggage of cancer with me throughout the year. Even though I didn't necessarily think about it every single day, I was some way in one or another carrying that weight of cancer with me through until the end of the year. And when I really sat down to think about what do I want to let go of, that was the first thing that came into my mind and flying through my pen as I wrote it down and am so happy to release and let go of. The second thing on my list that I'm letting go of in 2020 are bad eating habits. I don't know about you, but when everything first shut down, I of course felt the need to go support my local restaurants and my favorite places because I wanted them to be open post all of this. As the weeks trickled into months, it trickled into the rest of the year, that felt an impact on my body. Plus, gyms being closed, whatever type of exhaustion I felt from treatment and all of the other excuses that I could probably think of and give you today, that is just one that I really wanted to let go of was just bad eating habits. At this point, you know, we're, we're well into the first part of the year and I'm feeling confident about 
really knowing that I let go of that. And uh, with, you know, of course, a little, a little room for treats here and there, but just on the consistency basis, really just making sure to take better care of my body. The third thing I wrote down was excuses, letting go of excuses. And this was a big one for me. I really wanted to make sure that I didn't have anything holding me back because oftentimes I found that no matter what, pandemic or not, I was holding myself back with all the lame excuses that I would tell myself. And I am, maybe you're in the same boat as I am. I'm not sure. Other couple of things to let go of this this last year, procrastination, but then all of these kind of start to, to roll into each other, right? When I don't have good eating habits, I then start to make excuses. I then start to procrastinate. Then I start feelings of resentment towards certain things, feeling not good enough, sadness, loneliness, depression, darkness, any questions of my value, relationships that hurt me and don't serve me, doubt, and putting myself and my health last. That's my list. Those are the things that I am letting go of in 2020 and burned it with the fire. It's not too late to do that exercise, by the way. If you are looking just for kind of like a cleansing ritual of sorts, it's a very therapeutic to do that. And uh, just, you know, toss, toss something in a little bowl or something, just throw a match in it, light it on fire, let it go. Let those things go that you no longer want to hold on to. It's a good, it's a good exercise for sure. Things that I'm bringing forward with me into the new year. Things that I learned in 2020 that I want to actually intentionally keep a hold of. The first and foremost thing is just my ever-evolving relationship with my family here in my household. A lot of families did not do well with a quarantine situation in their home. I sadly have heard of many people that have chosen to separate, many families that just really didn't do well. I wouldn't say that our family did it perfectly. We obviously were all impacted by so many things that, you know, the kids were looking forward to this year. We were looking forward to this year as far as trips and things, just adult-only stuff. And, you know, it, it obviously impacted all of us. And, and so there were definitely emotions and things and just frustration throughout the year that would come up. But all in all, the way that our family just came together and spent time together and just tried to figure this out uh, as a unit is something that I am definitely hanging on to and bringing forward with me in the new year. It's just been really amazing to have extra time, even though we all have, you know, things to do still and, and uh, we're, we're all just doing it under one roof now, as opposed to kind of being scattered and and doing it all over the place. And I love that closeness that we have, you know, we're also a blended family. And so we don't always get to have our kids full time. And that's always been really hard, especially when you throw in all of the activities, the school, the work, all the things that, you know, kind of separate us from time to time. And then, oh, it's this holiday and, and, 
you know, these children have to go to this home or, you know, our, our littlest one is located down in California for a large chunk of the year. That's where he mostly stays. And so this year, being able to have that extra time with everybody, even the littlest one, we were able to get him for a good chunk of time in the spring and into the summer. And that is definitely something that love that we created that extra just levels of bonding I am hanging on to into the new year. I am also hanging on to and bringing forth into the new year this new sense of identity that I'm really feeling so strongly about and feeling very confident in, which is new for me. I've never, I would have never said that I'm a super creative individual. I would have said that I know how to accomplish business strategy and I know how to get things done and that's that's just the end of it. This year I've really owned my ability to create, my ability to be there for other people and help them create. And that could be creating new things, that could be creating solutions, that would be creating friendships. But I realized that one of my superpowers, if you will, is in my creative self and really owning that as part of my identity and being strong and confident in that. And that's been really fun. That's been a fun thing to uncover about myself. That's been fun to really learn and then bring forward that into the new year because I'm not letting that go. It's so freeing and fulfilling. And it actually sparked a blog post that I wrote around finding fulfillment um, and kind of just like the big questions that we oftentimes ask ourselves, especially at a pivotal moment, a transition, a fork in the road, and the question of how do I know what I'm supposed to be doing, right? What is my calling? How do I find it? Like, who am I truly to my core? And I feel like I answered that question for myself this year, at least this version of me, this evolved version of Heather, I uncovered more of her this year and I'm really happy to bring that forth. If you want to check out the full blog post, it's theleaderblog.com. Maybe we'll do an episode on that in the future around finding fulfillment and just having more of that conversation. Today, I would greatly recommend that if you haven't thought of it yet, even though we're well into January, maybe you're listening to this episode in a future year, Maybe you're listening to this episode well into 2021 or sometime in the future. It's never too late to ask and pose that question of yourself. Like, what do I want to let go of? And it's never too late to write that down and burn that ish. You got it, me? I want you to be free. I want you to let go. When we get rid of that fear, when we are allow ourselves to be free in who we are and we create space in our life of just letting go of that baggage and that worry, then that gives us the opportunity to find out even more of who we are and more of what makes us tick and more of what our fulfillment looks like. 